This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Before we take our seat, let's just read Psalm 105, verse 7. It is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all his judgments are actually his verdict on every matter. That's what you call judgments. Not that um, the judgment, the way they see it here, I'm trying to get it. It only means God's verdict over every situation is in all the hearts. Now the Bible says he made known his way to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. Give me that verse. He made known his way to Moses and his act. I want us to read that one as well. Then you understand what I'm saying. Hallelujah. If you find it before me, I will, I'm trying to look for it now. Okay. Anybody, if you find it for just say it. Hallelujah. Psalm 10, so I can't see this one very well. 103 verse 7, I think. Praise the Lord. Okay, so keep, we'll go between the two. He made known his ways to Moses and his acts unto the children of Israel. And the Bible says his judgments are in all the acts. There is God's judgment over every matter, which is equal to God's way concerning every matter. God bless you, can have your seat. The reason why in the wilderness... It's a real Bible study tonight. Because I want you to know. What you know, you can do at all times. So, the Bible says, Moses understood the ways of God. There is a way that God does his own thing. And he said in Isaiah 55, My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Only if you are born again and you begin to study the word and let the word teach you, then you will know his ways, then his ways will be your ways and his thoughts will be your thoughts. Being in church for many years does not guarantee his ways being your ways and his thoughts being your thoughts. Most times, the way human beings reason it's always contrary to the way God reasons. So, we are looking at one of his ways concerning the blessing, concerning prosperity tonight. And remember, if you have been following us, even though I was just talking about the kingdom culture, so which they go on Sunday, and I mentioned that, you can almost predict God's method because when man is going this way, God is going this way. Man believes that the way to have abundance is to keep. The Bible said there is one that scattereth and increases. That is the kingdom mentality versus the world mentality. Now, this is the sad part. Forty years after they were born, after they left Egypt, which had a kind of experience of coming out of bondage, out of darkness, it was 40 years after that they were about to enter promised land. Joshua chapter 5, that God told Joshua to make sharp knives. This is one night that will change many lives. 
It's a very important knife. That God told Joshua to make very sharp knives. And what was the purpose? He said, circumcise them again. When they were circumcised, so Joshua made sharp knives and circumcised the children of Israel at the heel of their foreskin. Next verse. Please, whatever, whenever we finish tonight, we'll finish. I'll try and finish on time. But if we don't, don't worry. It comes like once in a blue moon. The year is ending. Next verse. What, when, when they finished that conversation, God said something. When he said, this day, I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. No wonder, if we see the verse, go down there, we say, today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt. These people left Egypt 40 years before then. Scripture, man, you have to very fast. I quote a lot, but I, at times I skip. So just help me fill in the blanks. Just do your own work also. It's not everyone that I must say. Praise the Lord. I don't remember all scriptures. I remember many, but not all. I want... When the Lord said to them, he said it in one of the verses that today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. If you find it, I just want us to hear. Yeah. The Lord said to them, this day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. So the name was called Gilgah. Now, this is the fascinating thing about this scripture. They left Egypt 40 years ago. Egypt left them 40 years after. So for 40 years, no wonder, no matter what Moses did, they complained all through. They never understood the ways of God. If you are a Christian and you seek for God's acts without understanding God's ways, you might likely go into idolatry or go into complaining. There is a way. God has his own methods. And you know what? Because God does not change, the methods are not bendable. He will not bend them. It is man that must change. So, let's begin, or let's continue the journey we started last week. God is good. He said, I, I am the Lord. I change not, therefore you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Why doesn't he change? Because he's already the best. What will God change to? So, God cannot change. So now, in the matters of dealing with men, the Almighty God being the Almighty who has the knowledge of past, present, and future, He has laid down a protocol that for the man I created, this is the best way for you to function. Anytime a man thinks God does not know what he's doing, you want to fabricate your own method, you get into trouble. Are you getting what I'm saying? You remember we, we started with all these things. So God is already the best and he will not change. What will God change to? So that's why he said, I don't change. I, my principles, I'm going to show you some principles that move from old covenant to new. My principles don't change. It is man. Repentance means that you drop your thought for the word of God. You know, when I see people on Facebook, I, give, I don't argue with anybody. People are free to believe whatever they want to believe. It's okay. When I was in the about that, I, never, I was never in that to argue with people. You know, so people, even if the Holy Spirit comes down and he tells them something, the mindset is so, they just... Somebody can be a professor and still not see a woman more than a slave. That's what his culture has told him. And he can sit in church for 40 years and still believe that. See, women are supposed to be treated. There is a way men who beat women think. That except they open up to the word of God, nothing can adjust that mindset. Just under certain conditions, you can slap a woman and the mentality sits here. 
And when you, once the truth is coming, it bounces it up. No. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. The same thing goes for money, goes for prosperity, goes for the way we live, goes for character. So, we started a journey last week that God will not change and that he has a method. Let's look at one of his ways. I want to introduce you to about, I want to talk about three things tonight. Very important, very important things that you should know. Hallelujah. I'm actually wondering where exactly do I start from? Amen. We stopped at Cain and Abel last week, right? So Cain killed Abel. Because once your work is not acceptable to God, you will get angry. But the Bible says, so go down Genesis chapter 3. This was before the law. Even Cain, after killing Abel, he was still hearing the voice of God. God said, where is your Abel, your brother? Yeah, there are Christians who cannot hear the voice of God. After committing murder, it shows how God was close to them in those. Because there was no law at that time. They had a direct relationship with God. And Cain killed Abel. God told him his punishment. He was protesting. Look at this idiot. He said to God that my punishment is too much. You just kill somebody. He said anybody that finds me will kill me. And God said I will put a mark on nobody will kill you. God is very kind. If I was the one, I would kill him immediately. <laughs> but thank God, God is not me. <laughs> God is not you. It might reason that one that. You know, it's going to be like some of us. It will rain over one house. <laughs> and the sun will scorch them to death. The neighbor, the neighbor. <laughs> but God is good. I would say it causes his rain and so, to fall on everybody. Because it's good. Now, let, let's read that, the beginning of that chapter 3. So Cain and Abel, they were the first set of people to offer offering. Bible didn't say anything about Adam doing that. And whatever you mention in the Bible first, Many times, it fits into what you call the law of first mention. It means that the original meaning of a word is always used the first time in the Bible. For instance, I'll give one example. When you worship, you lift up your hand. It is okay. But worship in the real definition of worship means that sacrificing something to God. Abraham was the first person to worship in the Bible. And he used that word when he was going to sacrifice Isaac. So when I sing, and it's not out of sacrifice, it's not exactly worship. But that's not my subject today. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I worship you. Wally, I will call you back. I worship you. You know what you are doing. You are just entertaining yourself. <laughs> are you with me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, chapter 3. Is it 3 or 2? Which one? Can I name? Okay, 3. I'm broken. I said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. No, chapter 4. You are right. Please, go back to 4. I just read it. I said you are right. I was wrong. You are right. I said to you mistakenly. Now, verse 2. She bears she brother Abel. Abel was a keeper of sheep. And Cain was a filler of ground. Next verse. In the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought the fruit of the ground and offering to the Lord. Next verse. Abel, he also brought the firstling. This is a key word here. Firstling. First fruits. Firstling. Firstborn. And the Lord had respect for 
unto Abel and unto his offering. But the Bible said no respect to Cain. What happened here? Some have said that Cain offered something from the ground that the Lord had caused. Correct to a large extent. Very true. But beyond that, Abel offered first fruits. Cain offered just anything he could lay his hand on. I'm going to show you something. There is a statement in the Bible that any time God makes that statement, it means that it's a serious matter. Follow me. Amen. I want us to read Exodus chapter 13 verse 2. Exodus 13 verse 2. I read out some references because this is Bible study. Everybody read. One to go. Are you following me? Man and beast. Exodus. Go to verse 13 of the same chapter. Verse 13. Everybody read it again. Exactly enough. Exodus 22 29. Let's just read. Exodus 22 29. Numbers 3 13. I said this Bible so, so we, we I have to let you know from God's word. Numbers 3 13. Everybody read again. Did you notice the last word there? By the time God has to remind man that I am the Lord, it's a serious matter. The last time he used this statement was in Exodus 12 12. Give us Exodus 12 12. You understand where I'm going in a while. Exodus 12 12. That statement means that I am the Lord. This is non negotiable. I don't care your opinion about it. You are not the Lord I am. I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. I will execute judgment against all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. That was the night he killed all the firstborn. I get what I'm saying. He brings in that statement to let man know that you need to know who he's talking. It's not subject to the debate of men. I am the Lord. I am the maker of everything. I bow to no one. I explain myself to no one. So he said, first fruits. Firstborn. Now, you notice how I said, any ass, firstborn of an ass, you will redeem with a lamb. An ass was considered an unclean animal. And God will never accept anything unclean. So if your ass will give back to a firstborn, you will bring a ram, a lamb, to the temple and say, Lord, I know the ass's firstborn is yours, but I replace it with this one because you will not accept an ass. And the Lord said, if you will not do that, break the neck of that ass. It must not live. Now, if you read further, the Lord said to them, when he wanted to choose the Levites, I hope I can look here. Let, let's read, please. When he was going to choose the Levites, he said something to them. I will move very fast in a while now, but let's lay the foundation. Uh, numbers, um, 
Numbers 12, Numbers 8.16. Let's read Numbers 8.16 and Numbers 8.18. I hope 8.16 and 8.18. For they are only given a bunch of Instead of sword, open the womb. Instead of, let's start from verse 14. Thou shalt separate the labor from among the children of Israel, and the labor shall be mine. Next verse. After that, shall the labor go in and do service unto me, and then it shall be in charge of my offering. Next verse. For they are only given unto Ammon, instead of such as open every womb. If we read the whole of chapter 8, we understand better, but this is enough to explain something. God said that the principle still holds that all firstborn are mine. He said, so you know what? Instead of me to take firstborn from every family, he said, all Levites, I must have firstborn at all costs. But there is a law of substitution. So God said, Levites are mine. At a point, God told Moses, number all firstborn. If they, were, if they are like 20,000, get 20,000 Levites to the temple. They will represent the 20,000 people. We may not know to get to heaven what this fully means to God. But from all this, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, the truth of the matter is that God owes ownership to the firstborn. Whether wine, whether money, whether anything, if it's a first, he it said it belongs to me. I explained to you last Sunday, or many people don't know, on Wednesday, why Achan died when they entered Jericho and he kept some of the goods. Every other battle they fought, they took booties for themselves. God has never been against, was never against them having booties. But this time around, Jericho was the first land they were going to conquer after crossing. It was the first fruit. Everything found in Jericho was supposed to be given to God. Achan kept a little and he died for it. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? All other battles, when David went to fight, he captured, he took things and he shared it with his friend and God didn't kill him. Because it was not first fruit. And you will see examples of when they fought and fought and fought, they captured things, they shared it among themselves. But God told them that after they crossed the Jordan, they saw Jericho. Manna ceased. After 40 years, for the first time, manna ceased. They were about to start conquering lands of promised land and Jericho was number one and Joshua warned them stay away from this storm why? the Lord of God will bless you with many things after this first but you know the ways of God are difficult for men not because God is hard from when I was young I grew up in the white garment church and you know the pastor will be talking about titles people will be grumbling at the back and I began to ask myself, so you mean somebody is collecting 60,000 error? He cannot separate 6,000 to God. So what do they want? Spend all and then say, Lord, you know, just bless me. Do you know that's what many people want? But you see, God will not be intimidated. With Christ on social media and everything, he is bound by his word. He's not bound by news. I don't know if somebody is hearing what I'm saying. Because the noise out there is affecting some Christians. And they think, you, you don't know God. Somebody asked me a question one time. He said, you mean millions will go to hell and God will be looking at them? <laughs> no one like you, Jesus, no one like you. You see, deities don't see as mercy. If there is a demonic oppression over a family, from year to year to continue. 
except by the name of Jesus, you are a Christian, you stop it, or somebody stops it on your behalf. Demons will never say we are tired. We have, we have oppressed first, second generation. Let's leave the third alone. By nature, they are consistent. I don't know if anybody is hearing me. Who was Abraham's uh, grandson? Jacob. Think of how many years between Jacob and Abraham. Abraham was the first one to get to Bethel and he offered a sacrifice. Isaac did not go there. When, they, when Jacob took his son's blessing, or Isaac blessed him and he left the house, he stopped in Bethel. When he got to that place where his father did a transaction with God, he saw a ladder touching heaven. Anointed places don't cease to be anointed. Because if there are angels somewhere or demons where they stay there forever, the only way they will live is for higher authority to tell them to get out of the place. Yes. So this is why where there is a demonic transaction in the family and somebody does not use the authority of the name of God to stop it, the thing continues. It can last 10,000 years. There's no end to it. It has to be ended by somebody. It will not end by itself. I don't know if somebody is hearing me. Are you following me? So, this is, this, you begin to see this principle in God that whatever you have, separate mind. And I said this. So, when Cain and Abel came before God, one of the things God was trying to say was that Abel looked for the first fruits of his flock and offered it. Cain took any fruit. And the Lord is saying that God is so precious that you don't give God any how thing. You're giving what belongs to him. Mm. I don't know if somebody is getting me so far. One of the reasons. So there are many Christians. The portion that is holy is where they spend. And they're expecting. And then, um, I'm not into theological debate today. But I will just answer our friends out there who like to say, tighten his old covenants. And then I will go to the story of Jesus and the bread. I feel sorry for a lot of people. Abraham was called the father of faith. How can the father of faith be subjected to law? They have not read Galatians chapter 3, I think verse 20. The law came 400 years after Abraham. Abraham walked with God by faith. And Paul said, Abraham is the father of all. all. If Abraham did something by faith, that's why two things Abraham did with Melchizedek, tithe and communion. Are we still doing communion? Yes. Jesus did it too. And then Hebrews, Paul was talking about Jesus and he said, men receive tithe here. But he said, he receives it over there. It's an eternal principle. It was brought under the law later. It is the law part that says that if you are not a tithe at the board, Abraham did it by faith. And if you are a son of Abraham, you have to. When one of them took me up on social media, when I showed him that he saw him, I said, okay, okay, I said, said, but Abraham did it once. I said, no. As soon as God appeared to Jacob, he said, Lord, if you guide me and I go and I come back, I will give you a tenth of everything. He was Abraham's son, grandson. He never lived with Abraham. How did he know about tithes? He must have seen it in Isaac, his father. It was a transgenerational thing. Paul spoke three times about false fruit in the Bible. He said, Lord, that goes, he even called Jesus the false fruit from the dead. It's an eternal principle. The Lord does not change about this. You, you, I'm, I'm asking you, church, what do you really think? So here you are, you are looking for a job for years. You get one, 
They give 500. What do you plan to do? To spend anything, buy suit and tie. Don't, just think about it. What is the escapable start with? It's not enough. Nothing is enough. So you mean 60,000 error? You can't give 6,000. So why you remove 6,000? It's not enough. But when you add it back, it's enough for all your needs. Isn't that a very, very... You see... <laughs> Yashi Lamanda. Ma, it's a very terrible thing when Satan paints narrative and people buy it. I'll give you an example. So when I was in UI, it was a very common thing. Some people will go and be chasing girls around in fellowship. You are the one that will escort Shade, escort for Laket to a hostel. I know ladies are wonderful. You are escorted to the hostel at the door, they wave at you. You will now be trekking back to your hall. At the end of semester, the guy's GP is going down. I saw many of you. They come back next session. You know the first they will say, I'm not going to fellowship again. It's affecting my GP. So one day, interestingly, the highest GP, you know, seven, that's UI7. Two guys that are 6.999, they were the best students ever in UI. They were in our fellowship. I said, come and help me talk. So they broke down. My wife is in UK now, probably this morning. They broke down in a fellowship. I stopped preaching. I sat down. I said, come and knock off stupid way of thinking from people's head. Fellowship used to be 6 to 8.30 on Wednesday. 6 to 8.30 on Sunday. That's all. Somebody said that it's not complicated because it's, it's affecting studies. The busiest students, it was in UI, were vet students. I'm sure they were in fellowship that day. The busiest students were vet students who used to do 8 to 5 every day. Monday to Friday. UI, no lectures on Saturday, no lectures on Sunday. Multiply, how many hours do you have in a day? 24. Multiply it by 7. How many hours do you have in a week? 24 times 7 is what? People are forgotten. I to make it. 24 times 7 is what? 168. We took people like some of us, we were never as busy as the vet students. Even the medical said we're not busy as vet students. But let's just be there because they will do lecture 8 to 5 every day. So I said, let's use the busiest people as, a, as an example. So 8 to 5, how many hours is that? 9 hours in a day times 5 is 45 hours. 168 minus 45. If you come fellowship, 6.30 to 8.30, let's even say 3 hours. On Wednesday and 3 hours on Sunday, that's 6 hours in the Remove 6 hours. How many hours left? 117 hours left. Let's say you were sleeping for 6 hours every day. 6 and 7, 42. Remove that one. How many hours left? Until we did it like this. That was when the eyes of some people opened. So, what are you doing with? How many hours left? 75. 75 into 7 days will give you more than 7 hours per day. 7 hours to read per day. You will never read. <laughs> and it is the 2 hours of coming to fellowship. I am telling you men and brethren, when we did the analysis, it saved some of our brethren. Because there is something that will be telling people something and they will be buying it. It's true. It's true. I, I've told you many times like that. We gather here to worship. Somebody said that that's why factories are not developing. I don't know how our worship is stopping. So when we worship, angels come down and press down all the factories. I mean, it's, it's a, they don't say that. They drive around, see people drinking. Drinking, or all these young guys singing and all of them. They are concerts where they boost, they shrine. Every, they have never contributed. It is only church that when they pass, they say that. 
I know some Christians buy these things. It's a satanic narrative. Say, Nigeria is not even a church, 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 religion is killing us. The last two times I was in Dubai, mosque everywhere. They moved from wilderness into a city. And they are still doing their religion. So, except you have a superior argument, people start talking. Many of you have gone to work today. How are, we are going to spend two hours here, one hour plus. How does that stop the nation from developing? I know when they are saying this on TV, so people are enjoying them. Foolishness of the highest order. Are you following me? When I was doing the TM and I'm like, can somebody answer this Nikon pool? See, don't be talking. Say, that's why they are. That's why they are. I have never seen one who has come up to say, see, beer parlor everywhere. Have you driven around Lagos Friday nights? You know, I don't criticize them. But I'm just bothered about that. Nobody says, look at drinking joy. Even strip club is now all over Lagos. They don't see those. That one is not affecting anything. It's when people gather in church. And you think Satan is not alive? This is not very much like me, but at times a pastor has to talk tough like that to knock off some people from people's hands, some things from people's hands. Because people begin to believe some things. When they are loud enough, people will begin to believe them. A narrative that is contrary to the Bible, don't buy into it. It's a setup. Are you following me? Now, let's move on. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus, I have a very short time left. Are you following me? That day, five loaves and two fishes, principle that we all know. This is where you know how God does not bend. Jesus did something to the bread. They said, here is a boy with five loaves and two fish. Jesus said, bring it. He took it from the boy. He blessed it. He broke it and he multiplied. There are many Christians looking for multiplication. They will not do two things. I told you last week, this way it is very dangerous. If the boy took that lunch and he started saying, I want to help the hungry and he starts distributing, it will finish within four people. It won't be enough for him, nor for everybody. This is what people say when they say, give your tithe to the poor. Why is it that my tithe I should give to the poor? Even if I'm any 50,000, I give a tithe. I still have 45,000. Can't I give to the part of the remaining? You don't ask me to give my DSTV money to the poor. You don't ask me to give my shirt money to the poor. The only one you want me to give to the poor is the one. It's a setup. The blessing rests on the rest when you obey God. Somebody needs to write down that. It is the truth. I get what I'm saying. Outside the blessing, it will finish in no time. Oh, there are many businessmen who don't give. I don't care about them. The Bible did not tell me to look at any unbeliever as an example. I look at the word of God. They do also pray, so you should stop praying also. It's very simple. I said, this man in America doesn't give to his riches. He also does not believe in God. So you to stop believing in God. Since it's your example. You see again how people think and funny way of thinking. They are teaching something about you are saying that somebody does not. The person you are talking about, I know two of them. They are atheists also. You to stop believing God so that you can follow their pattern fully. Did somebody get what I'm saying now? Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, here are two things you should know about multiplication. It must be blessed. 
Honestly speaking, if you put God first, if you remove a portion for him, the rest, the blessing will rest on it. Sincerely speaking. Praise the Lord. Number two, it must be given. Before you give to the poor, what the Bible commands us to do, be sure that first of all, God first, never give God a second position. And I started telling you last week, don't go around, do everything you want to do, and now give God time later. Even some Christians do that. We are not no more under the law part of the time, but the one Abraham did by faith, yes. Malachi, even the one that was under the law, Malachi, the Lord told them that I have controversy with you about tithes and offering. Don't you know that it's important to God? Now, I just should wear it said that I am the Lord after that statement. First fruit belongs to me, which is a kind of tithes. And he said it's non-negotiable. They are mine. They are mine. Is somebody hearing me? So many people will need to ask God forgiveness tonight. It will. It will help you. In 2024, I am looking at uh, people, and I believe God for everybody, that you will walk in abundance. Amen. Then you will know. At least if nobody knows here, a person that you have seen or do it many times as a church. We have 10% or something in there for a facility, and we go and we get all of you are living proofs of that. It is the presence of God in your finances that makes sense. Not how much. I am telling you, men and brethren, be conscious of this thing so that you don't allow Satan to cheat you out of your inheritance. Begin with God. If anybody gives you anything, start with God. He is the source of life. Everything begins with Him. It is true. The family, a wealthy family once invited home and prayed over their father was on admission. I do see people spending three million on dialysis every week. When they spent over 20 million, the man died. I was looking at the corpse like this. I didn't know what to say. I said, so this is it. This is it. The Lord doesn't threaten anybody. He wants to help. The art is already under a course. There must be a pattern. A connection that leads you, that gives you a ladder different from that of every other person on the face of the earth. This is the arrangement that God is trying to get with many people and they cannot put God first. They put need first. There's no salary amount that can be sufficient for anybody. What is sufficient is His grace. It is a blessing of God that makes rich. This is why God must stay preeminent. He must be number one. That we might walk in this blessing. Is somebody okay with that? Are we, are we together? Make up your mind from now. All the world through 2024. Never miss an opportunity to give God your first fruits. Once you are blessed, think of God first. Remove his portion. If they promote you from 700k to 900k, the first one you receive, the 200 over it, give it to God. You are not a, it's not saying that you are backslidden if you don't do it. But you are opening, you are missing an opportunity to walk in the blessing. And that's what I'm telling you. 
Our time you finish buying all the things you want to buy, it is gone. That's all. Waiting for next month. Even right now in this church, and I say this with all I mean respect, and there are members of the church who have walked up to me. I've been to some houses to pray for some parents. Parents who were rich many years ago are now back to one room. Is that God's plan? God does not have, want you to have a better yesterday. Yeah, this is the reality. Some of you can testify to what I've just said now. When your parents were rich. Blessings must be protected. There is an adversary that wants to destroy everything. And that's why the Lord is saying that connect to me. Let there be. Covenant is very powerful. It's superior to law. Abraham had no law. He had covenant with God. I don't know if somebody is hearing what I'm saying. This is very important. And when it comes to covenant practices, don't let anything shift you. When I was in school and I made a covenant that, Lord, I will praise you every day. Even the saddest day of my life. Because whatever you say you are doing for God, you'll be tested. There was a day I was so sick, I managed to get up to stand at the corridor and to sing my ten songs to God. That was why I said, Lord, every day, this life will give you ten songs in praise. Lecture good, lecture bad. They go good news from home, not too good news from home. My hands will be up every day to give you. I've changed it to a better one now, but I can't tell you that I will not praise God in a day. It's a covenant. Nothing. As long as bread can come out of this mouth, it must give praise to God. Because when you do that, then God also said, my covenant will not, not break. When I pray, there is a prospect that transcends a nation. When another falls, to, it falls too much, God can change your income to dollars. There is a blessing that goes beyond. It is God's will that his people should be exposed to this. Many of you know that when I talk like this, it bites me from inside. One day, I will ask the welfare department of the church to come and read, by the grace of God to all of you, what we do every day in terms of school fees and hospital bills. But I'm always saying to people that if they help you two times, don't you think you should learn how to stand so that you can help others? You know, on Sunday, now we are talking about our uh, buying a land and everything, but you know that, I, I don't know how many of you saw old women on Sunday. They came because we're distributing food. Whatever charity we are doing, when we did medical outreach and they showed me the bills of the drugs they were going to buy, we don't say no to those things. But I've always imagined that, Lord, why don't you rest people? The last time I announced a medical outreach, a doctor was watching me from America and sent $5,000 for the drugs. God can save you from anywhere. But why should there be people inside and it's an outsider? Because many people don't understand what I'm just sharing with you now. But in 2024, December can come. You can move 30 times where you are right now in 2024. That's why I'm showing you the way. Christianity is not emotional reaction. Five minutes to 12, 34. Oh God, oh God, this year. No, there is a way. When you know the way, you practice it regularly. It won't be an emotional reaction. The most spiritual hour on earth is 2 minutes to 12. 31st. <laughs> See prayer that night. 1 minute to a new year. Oh, people don't start. Listen, you can't harass God. He has his way. That is the way he's going to move. You can't harass God. Is somebody with me? Yeah. 
when you are a regular fighter, and you observe this thing I'm saying, the law keeps promoting you regularly. You just notice that beyond your income, there is always help on every side. Who says you have to save to buy a house? I just told all of you, my own brother bought a solid base for just 700k. The man that owned it had about 11 cars or so in his compound. And every time we'll come in, mechanic will be helping him to change batteries. He was living outside the country, change batteries every now and then. You know, for not driving it for four months, the battery would have been. And the mechanic was my brother's mechanic, who just said one day, he was very my brother's car, he was just saying it under his breath. I don't know, some people are very funny in this world, though. That this man, but the man called him again. He said, he's calling me. All I do for him is to change battery. Change battery every now and then. My brother said, which one is the man? I said, one man like that. He said, he's not far from me. He has like 11 cars. But every time I just change battery for him. My brother said, ask him if he wants to sell. I said, he's a rich man. He won't sell. Low. My brother said, why don't you ask him? And he asked the man. And the man said, I'm not selling. But who asked you to ask me? And he said that this guy. So it's, it's long as he said, my brother, my brother just told him, okay. The man said, well, I'm not selling. This is A class. He said, it's about, maybe that time, like six, seven million. He said, but I'm not selling anyway. He said, let's even say I want to say, how much do you have? My brother said, let's not go there. <laughs> and he said, 700,000. The man laughed. He said, ah, Nigerians. Ah, ah. But he said, the following day, he told the mechanic that called that man. So he just thought about it overnight. Oh, that there are 10 others. That does it really hurt if I sell this guy? He said, okay, bring what you have and take it. So it's not everybody driving big car that spend big money. Grace is powerful. <laughs> yeah. An organization not too far from a multinational paid for this place. We were able to only pay two years. They offered the owners of this place eight years. And each year, six million above our price. I saw it with the lawyer with my two. I know that he said, he told me that these people are paid. These are their eight checks. He showed me the eight checks. He said, if you can make your own five, because we are a church. Five checks. He said, let it be something that I can defend. I can say, I said, but all we have is just money for two years. He said, but somebody has paid for eight years. What do I tell them? And I left his office. He told me that I was in the courts. That the statement kept coming in Yoruba. He said, as the judge was talking, he wasn't hearing anything. He was just saying that everything is not money. And he called me and said, you know what? Bring the two years that you are going to return their check. And he did. And when he was through, he told me that you two will do me a favor. He said, I've been applying to be a son for a day. Never. I said, you are already a son. For doing this for us, you are a son. Within two months of moving there, he became a son. He has been so nice to us. Everything we ask here. When we paid, this is the miracle. When we paid, we paid in March. He gave us the keyboard on the receipt and everything. He wrote September. That, and he looked at me and said, you have five months. He said, I'm going to give you the key now, but your money starts counting in September. So you have five months ahead. Five months. Who does that? If you haven't seen the match, look, don't join people who die in their sweats. When grace is available, because of stubbornness, everything we earn, what can they do to what, 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 what can they do? Sweat. 
Remember what I told you on Sunday, and I'll move to the last thing. I still told you on Sunday. This testimony, they are fresh in me. I thought, God, they are the state, they are the, you see the goodness of God in my, all of you, are, at least a good number were there with us that time. It was a bit retail in the roundabout Agidingby. That we came in, but if I come in, it was even a supernatural. I have seen God do this thing. But that's why I'm not bothered. Not too many times, they are all living witnesses. We're coming from Blue Pier on Tony Street. We're only using multi-purpose. This will be the first place that will set you in like here. Chinese woman told me I'm a Buddhist. He said, church, you know? He said, six million per year, two years, no more. When I told the agent, Duna was lying down my bed looking at the ceiling. We had three million. That was all the money we had. Everyone and that. As a church. And the woman said, six million per annum, two years. The agent told me that somebody brought one and the other. The woman rejected and it was right. So I was looking up. And I just said to myself that, Lord, we always have money. What we don't have is a long sum. And cash. I pick this in my spirit now. There are many of you. You have income. Regular income. What you do have access to is a bulk money. You want to buy a car. If the car lets you pay maybe 100k every month, it's not a problem. But they don't give us such opportunity in Nigeria. They are in America but not here. If they allow you to pay instrumentally for a house like they do over there abroad, you would have owned a house. But you know what? They don't do it. God can do it for you. Amen. When somebody will tell you, because we have seen this and I'm telling you. Is somebody with me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I was just looking up and that calculation just came that 6 million a year is equal to 500,000 a month. <laughs> How many of you were there that time? I walk up to the Chinese woman and the manager was Indian man. I said, this is what we are going to do. I said, ma, 6 million per year is equal to 500,000. I said, we do have that 6 million. But we have 3 million. We will pay 4 months now, which is 2 billion. But I assure you, ma, We'll give you 500,000 every month. We'll never defund us. She, I said it to the agent. She told the agent, I tell the pastor, we, said the way, something is wrong with his head. So I'm asking for two years. I'm rejecting one. And see, you are, you are, you are, you are talking about four months. Even the agent said, I said, sir, I said, pastor, it will not issue. I said, I said, we will be the first. So I told her, I said, you see, this is your point. Your own agency is 6 million for a year. 600,000. We'll give you 600,000. If you can help me tell the woman what I said. No, they will block you from seeing the owner. I said, you tell the owner, you collect your 600,000. So that was how he took me serious. He said, really? He said, they will say you are crazy. I said, let them say so and I'll be okay. I'll leave you alone. So the, truly, the woman said that the pastor is crazy. So they had a board meeting the following day. She, Chinese, the deputy Indian, all of them sat around the table and they were true. AOB. She threw it as a joke. That our building on Agidin be roundabout that one idiot that calls himself, but that was why he said, he said that he will be paying on a monthly basis. She thought everybody will laugh. I know what the Chinese, the Indian man said. He said, you know, we just started producing bread and we are not selling. That don't you think there's a church? So what we are going to do is, I said, make sure they enter through the supermarket to go up. That when they are coming down, they will buy bread. And everybody on the table endorsed the decision. She made me to say, said, just sign that you will never default one. If you do, I will send. And I said, I said, ma, 500,000 a month is not the problem. But to gather this money alongside is the problem. We said, we came in. And you know what? After a while, we found out that hidden charges generated this one, and it became from 500 to 800,000 every month. That one was killing us. 
after the third month, we died. <laughs> and the supermarket downstairs, they were operating eight to eight every day. Church will only come to, even though we own the holy. And you know what? By the time we harassed ourselves, we were able to put down just 600,000 to get out of 800, and we're not going anywhere. And I said, Lord, if we do this now, they gave us two weeks ahead, uh, two weeks grace. In two weeks' time, we need to pay under 800. Where are we going to find it from? And I told Treasurer, I said, you know what? All the money we have is 600,000. I said, take everything. Go and drop it to Fountain of Life Church. Everything. So that's what I'm going to do. I said, even with 600, nothing to do. Where iniquity abounds, grace abounds much more. It is easier for God when it's totally hopeless than when it's partially hopeless. God is an expert in the hopeless situation. I said, why don't you let us just help him? Make it hopeless. So what I was asking on Sunday, we'll be looking at ourselves like this on Sunday. She did. Thank you, Jesus. The following Tuesday, the woman came. She never, since we took hold of that second floor, that was what they gave us. It belonged to us, so we, we, we locked the door and everything. She had never entered that place. For some reason, we didn't lock it that day. She came very wealthy woman. She says she lived in Nigeria for almost 50 years. You wouldn't know she's that old. She looks very, she says she eats in Nigeria for Amala and everything. And she told me. I tried to preach to her one day. He told me that I'm a Buddhist. I, I hate, he said, even Buddha hates him. I said, your case is critical, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we, but she liked me so much. We went. I said, Pastor, I like you. I said, just don't preach. But if you want to talk to me, you need anything that will help you, don't preach to me. But when I'm called, took her building. She said, Pastor, pray for her. I said, Really? I went to her apartment. She was crying. She said, Pastor, pray. I said, I should pray. To who? <laughs> God can humble anybody. God can humble anybody. <laughs> when I said, Matt, we said, be serious. I'm serious. Don't you always say that? <laughs> so, anyway. She just said, hey, excuse me. She just called me. When I saw her name, I was like, said, Pastor, I just entered your own now. Very beautiful. He said, you guys, you meet there only Sunday, 9 to 12. You meet there on Wednesday. All other days, you lock it up. And he said, you are paying the same amount of money for diesel with the supermarket downstairs. He said, that is unfair. He said, let me propose something to you. He said, at times, I have special guests. They come from China. That it happens like once in a month or once in two months. Now, can you allow me when they are around, I use your all to address them in a conference and say that's all. He said, if you allow me, I'll do something good. I said, you allow me. And she called me shortly after. I said, your money moved from 800 a month to 270. God is a miracle worker. If you have been struggling to raise 800 and they drop your price to 270, you will become rich overnight. These are things that sweat cannot buy. Yes. Many people have never given God an opportunity to show them his power. It's by power and by might. It's just you. When they start talking about money, you call the pastor and say, T, don't go to a church where you don't trust them. We use external auditors. Don't, don't, don't get caught into all those things. Is somebody following? Are you following me? Whatever I tell people to do, I begin by myself. 
what they can show you from God's word that this is the way. Accept the word of God. You can test God. Anyone, I dare anyone here, if you are not a regular titan in 2024, you are regular from January to December, come and talk to me in December if you have not noticed an appreciable difference. A mighty promotion. And the last part I'm talking about, there are moments in God where he catapults you to another level. That one is not a tight where the blessing stays with our emotion. This one is real multiplication and people miss it. See, at times, this is God's pattern. And I'll end with this. Exodus 25. Let's read verse 1. Exodus 25. Verse 1. And the Lord said to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering. Every man that giveth it willingly, which is I shall take it. Why? They wanted to construct the tabernacle of Moses. Let's keep. Let's go to Agai chapter 1. I want to show you something. Agai 1. Because this fits the season that we are in right now. Agai 1. In the second year, the one Lord came by Agai the prophet to Zerubbabel, the son of Shethar, the governor of Judah, Joshua, the son of Josedek, and the high priest saying, Thus said the Lord, these people say, the time is not come. The time that the house of the Lord shall be built. Then came the word of the Lord saying, by Agai, they say, nothing new. It's always in the Bible. Prophet saying, is it time for you to dwell in your sealed houses? And this house is lying in waste. Next verse. Don't say, Lord, consider your ways. Next verse. You so much, but you bring in little. You eat, but you don't have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You close, but there's, it's not warm. You end when you put it in a hole. Next verse. He said, Don't say, consider your ways. Next verse. Go up to the mountain. Bring wood and build the house. I will take pleasure in it. I will be glorified. See the Lord. Next verse. You look for much, you see little, you brought it home, I blew it away. Because my house that is waste, and every man is running to his own house. Next verse. Therefore the heaven over you is stayed from dew, and the earth is stayed from our fruits. Next verse. I call for droughts. Next verse. Then all of them decided to obey God. What is it about God's temple? Second Samuel, this is the final place I'm reading tonight. Second Samuel chapter 7. I want to show you something there. Are you following the Bible? No, this is Bible study. It came to pass that the king sat in his house and the Lord had given the rest of the mouth from all his enemies. Next verse. Then the king said to Nathan, See now, I dwell in the house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. Nathan said to the king, Go and do all that is in for the Lord is with you. Next verse. It came to pass that night, everybody say that night, that the word Lord came to Nathan saying, Go and tell my servant, David, Lord say, Lord, shall you build me a house to dwell in? Next verse. I have not dwelt in. If you read, this is the chapter, if you go all the way down, give me the last six verses of this chapter. This chapter, this is where God made the covenant with David that forever your descendants will reign. He said, Let's start from, no, the last thing, let's start from like verse, verse uh, 12 or so. 12. I don't want to read the whole thing. Let's start from, okay, let's start from verse 10. Verse 10. So you know the story. David just sat down and he said that, ah, ah, my house is beautiful. But the Lord's house is a curtain, a tent. I said, no. And Nathan said, go ahead and do whatever is in your heart. 
as Nathan was trying to sleep in the night, somebody had taught a part of God that God cannot neglect. The same night, he told Nathan, go back and tell David, he thought of building me a house. This guy is made forever. And he said, I will approach a place where I put to dwell in. So that we take, the son of Gideon will now, God was talking about, I've been dealing with them before, that I will help them, but they put me in a tent. Next verse. Verse 11, please. Since that time I commanded, and the Lord tell them, make the house. Verse 11, verse 12. So the Lord started talking. When your days be fulfilled, you shall sleep with thy fathers. I will set up a seed after you. It shall proceed from thy bowels. I will establish his kingdom. Next verse. It will build a house of my name. I will establish his throne of his kingdom forever. Next verse. I will be his father. He shall be my son. If he should commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men. I will talk about rod of men another day. One of the ways we God can discipline is anointed. I will chasten with the rod of men with the stripe of the children of men. May men not beat you. Next verse. But my mercy shall not depart away from him as I took him from Saul. Ah. God told David, I see, you just got something that Saul never. He said, you thought of building me a house. Saul was the only king. Jonathan is never because said, now I am telling you, David, your own son will become king and it will be a transgenerational thing. And even if they misbehave, I will beat them with men, but my mercy will stay with them. So when Solomon was misbehaving, he knew what kept him. God made everlasting covenant with David this night for saying that the house of God, how important. So I told you, the almighty God had power. He fed them for 40 years with manna for their food. When they got to Tabernacle Build, they told them, that, no, tell them. They were slaves. But he said, let all of them give. Listen to me. Anytime a church building, we have become the temple in New Testament, but it does not validate, it does not validate the Father. We still meet in a place to watch. It's an opportunity for people to enter into something that you cannot enter in the other way. In the wisdom of God, you don't give all your money at all times. That's why building a church or a house does not happen every time. But the moment you hear a building project, which many Christians don't like, is an, I just showed you from God, it's an opportunity to enter a realm that there's no other way to enter. It's an opportunity. At that moment, don't join, don't do what majority will do to give trinkles. There's no church that built every month, every year, in that sense. Maybe the largest auditorium in Lagos said that uh, living faith is almost 20 years old. Now they are building 100,000, but the 50,000 is almost 20 years. Those who joined that time, something happened to them. And they are 20 years of rest. Because buildings do happen every time. When you hear of one, it's an opportunity. Listen to me. If I don't, if you don't, God can use anybody. God can use one person to supply everything. But understand the wisdom of God. Have you ever asked this question, which I just said before? Why would he give two billion people manna every day? But he did not give building. He told them to contribute. It was for their own good. Did you get what I just said now? There is nothing a man does for God that God cannot do for himself. But he leaves some things as an opportunity. I have found out when it comes to projects like this, 
is an opportunity for acceleration of many. But see, many people, because of this statement we read now, he said you are going about your houses first and you are saying that the house of God should just wait. It's a common mistake. When Elijah got to that widow's house, she said, he said, bring the food. He said, my son and my, this is the last meal we have. He said, do my first. The power of God moves when God is put first. I told that last week. Jesus did not tell the boy that, okay, you know what, five loaves and two fish. Remove one one and eat. <laughs> Before he multiplied the rest, he collected it from the first. Why? God first. Everybody under the sound of my voice and those who are watching me, I dare tell you, listen to me. Somebody has 60 years, somebody has 600, somebody has 800, somebody has... They are not sufficient for anything you want to do. When you hear of a project, plug into it. There are projects, they want us emptying ourselves. I will never tell you to do what I am not doing myself. I know what, we don't dodge that so that as a pastor, you know, I fear God to have an advantage. So you are planning money as a pastor now, you are saving. My wife works in a bank, you know, so we are saving, 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 you know, and she's not a small lady in the bank. She's been in the bank for how many years? She's been a manager. She'll be manager in Ojodu for the So we are saving, 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 and then you don't want to talk about needs in the church then, so that because you know you have to be a part of it. No. When something shows up, we are the first because we understand the meaning. I can tell you landmarks in my life where changes occur. Yes. Whereas people are in places, they talk about project, everybody. You know what? I'm just telling you this. I'm, I'm just saying this. Two weeks ago, I was just talking to a person, man, of, of, and I was saying that and we are working on one land. You know the first thing he said? He said, let me know, sir. I want to sow. I've not even told him. I've not called him back since then. I don't do that. I did, we're talking about something as I just met you. I was asking about the conference. I said, we are trying not to do the conference here. So he said, well, so I told him, he said, I'll be glad if the conference can hold in the new place. And he said, you know what? I will give. Is it that they don't know what to do or anything? I don't know if somebody's hearing what I'm saying. The Lord Jesus Christ, and I close with this, looking for a church where once you hear something like this, everybody is like let me say the way it is. We abandon all to face this. Oh Lord, you know all I have is 70. I'm giving it. I have seven, I'm giving it. I have two million, I have three. We say, Lord, these are the manager. By January, I go back to things I do normally. But there is a need right now and I have to be a part of it. When you do that, you can enter the kind of blessing where God swears over what to do. And you see that what happened there was tragic. There are many people listening to me now because I'm going to, I'm not, I'm just going to pray for everybody in a while. And on your own, when you get home, obey God as He leads you. But I tell you one thing some of you, your children's children will benefit from what you are doing now. Say it loud, amen. amen. They will not understand. Was it Coca Cola the other that were listening to the interview of the children? Can you imagine they said so now that uh, we are deviated? I don't know what's wrong with, uh, with these white kids. Uh, so this generation, he said, we have deviated. He said, but the truth of the matter is that our parents taught us the will of the Lord. Coca-Cola, they said that tithing was the order of the day with their parents. Coca-Cola, they said so. They said that there is a, 
everybody has tried to copy that drink. Look, God can put a signature on you that your life is made forever. Yes. He's still doing this with people. There is a guy that built on the island now that we happen to know. He actually gave a heavy seat in his church and he was wanted to pay. He said he heard a whisper. Every ten houses will build. The tenth one, give it to a widow whose husband abandoned. Tenth one. The Lord said that let Nigeria enter ground. Nothing will happen to your money. He said he did not tell anybody to start buying houses for me in dollars. It's all of a sudden when Nada fell, people started bringing money in dollars. There is a prosperity that trans and it is God's opportunity to everybody. In John that say you must prove your loyalty to God. That Lord, you will come forth in my life. You have to. You have to. That Lord, you come forth in my life. Hallelujah. Are you with me? I am so glad. I know he's, he's a medical doctor. Thank you, sir. And he's, he's here listening to me tonight. Which I gave an example. We, we tell people the way of the truth. They wanted to go abroad for IVF. And himself and his wife told her, no, she come and sold the money to me as a seed. Trusting that God will give them a child without. I said, wow, your faith has touched me. I said, can I have the envelope? I did open it. I prayed and I gave it back to them. I said, go buy things for your baby. Your baby, your baby is coming. Now, that's the month we dedicated their children. But the baby. Because the Lord told me that they have obeyed him. I said, you, what God just wanted you to show that you cooperate with anything. It's not interesting. Take your money. Go back. Go and buy things. Last year, two ladies here gave me cars. And the Lord told me that pray over the key and give them the key. Tell them it's no more the car. One of them has the entire family abroad now. Paid for by every, somebody. Everything. Yet, I told her, take your car back. The Lord is not interested in your car. I just wanted you to be able to get to a point where you can say, yes, Lord. Yet, many of us, this is how we hold on to things. You have one million. The Lord wants to give you 100 million and you are sitting on the 1 million. This is how you do your head when they are preaching. <laughs> that lie, lie. A project is an opportunity. One day, the Lord has shown that that's why, sincerely, all the leaders here, I am the only one that's on foot. Every leader here, so he's in Alausa, she's a businesswoman. He's an engineer in Qatar. Oil and gas. Whatever he's wearing, it's what he's wearing. He's a banker. Where do you work, man? Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah, he's a big woman. He's a pharmacist. He's a businessman. Telecoms. Listen to me. One day, it was one of the oldest venues. I just preached and I told them that day that opportunity, don't miss somebody to be used by God. I said, God, God can import people. That time we were just about 20 in job. We needed to pay rent. And I just told them that. Because I had zero, I can't get. And I said, look, people, I'm not saying, yeah, they say need. I said, but it's an opportunity for you. Everybody were looking at me like at the beginning. I remember that Sunday, we didn't know what to pay the landlord and we just did service. Because it's God, I don't bother myself. I didn't call myself. And a brother came. LNG organized a conference. He came from UK. Only to get to Nigeria and they said that they've canceled it. 
a top engineer being brought like that, and they didn't tell him, they paid his flight, paid everything, paid, paid, put him in Sheraton, and said that when he landed, so he was still having four nights in Sheraton. So he came on Wednesday and was to return on Monday. Then he just came to church. And he said that as soon as he entered, the Lord said to him that he should give the church 200000 That was what we in there for one month's rent. You know what happened? I just made that statement again that God can eat possibly from outside. He just didn't stand. He said, God said, I should give you 200000 <laughs> The whole church heard him when he said so. And after he said, we all questioned, he said that, well, that he just said that the conference has been cancelled. You know what? God brought him from UK. Just to let people know, I can sponsor myself. But when I involve you, it's because I want to change your life. Period. That is what, let me, I see God telling some of us, let me do what I want to do in your life. You know what some Christians do? So here's the 600 case. Ah, that message is true. So they remove 60,000. They send it to God. <laughs> I said, God to remove a little bit. <laughs> God is all that. But just for that, dear daughter, why don't you let me? You know the meaning? What does he want to see? He wants to see that demonstration that, Lord, I can live all for you. Anybody, pastor or lady, who has not come to that level, you cannot work in covenant order of blessing. There must be a time before you where you register before God and Lord, you know what? To you I give all. Yes. I have told you before, and this man, um, I've told you before. Anytime somebody gives me something precious, I tell God, before I use it at all, if you want me to give you or give it away, tell me now. So that I can lose the joy and quickly part it. Not that when I begin to enjoy because it's done that to me many times. This is why some good cars I've had the privilege of using before, the first two, three months is poor, and some of them stay with me, that will be driving them around. I have never gone to pick up any car myself to change the engine myself at the beginning. Some of the people with me would have driven it around. They are the ones that, till, they are the ones that will tell me, that, Pastor, this is what you press to open this, to open this. Because they would have driven it many times. Because I don't want to get attached. Some of you, they give you a nick as somebody is driving. It's like he's taking your liver. <laughs> your spirit goes with it like Elijah. As he, wherever, wherever it's going to. <laughs> it's because I tell myself every now and then so that there will not be any attachment. And I check from time to time. The Lord knows. Satan knows. And I know. I don't have any possession in my life that is difficult for me to give out. I don't have any possession. Nothing owns me. Nothing owns me. Nothing. Hallelujah. The, the most difficult one to give out was not even material thing. Was this church. One day I was worshipping and he said that if I ask you to stop pastoring and leave and let somebody pastor, would you? And my first question, Lord, why did you say this when we're not growing? <laughs> There was a time I would fast every day till 5 p.m., Monday to Saturday, praying that we should be 30 in church. I will come to church on Sunday, we'll be 15. I will do the same thing the following week. Come to church on Sunday, we'll be 13. At the point, like, it's like, it's my fasting. Is it reducing? I was, it was terrible. If you are said to that time, I will say, joyfully, joyfully, you can take it all. But, but, but you see, he waited. All of a sudden, we have service, people will sit down to you. Then he said, if I ask you, believe me, said it was tough. 
Like I was, I was telling one that God asked him, Can you die for me? He said, I told God, I know. Emma Jaffa, no, he said, You know what's sharp? He just got up, got up, got up from the news, the prayer closed, and said, If this is what you want to tell him, prayer, <laughs> no. <laughs> he died. You asked me, Die? I shall not die for me. He said, But some years after, after working with God deeper, one day was worshiping, and the question came, and he said, Lord, I will gladly lay down my life for you. And he said, You just passed the test. We will come and bow down. I am seeing transgenerational blessings. Many of you, what the Lord will give you is even what money cannot buy. Many people hear what the Lord will, you are not, you don't buy miracles. But when you obey God at times in His mercy, He begins to do things. That's why seed can actually terminate long-age stuff. It becomes it becomes uh, uh, gimmicks. So when you tell me that we come and sow, then you'll find us bad or anything. No. But we say God gives it a body as he wills. But the general rule is that obedience to God can trigger anything. God can show you favor in any area that he feels. Obedience to God. Because obedience moves God. And when you say you love God, it shows in what you are willing to part away from. For his name. For his name. I tell you the truth. Part of the reason why this message came in is because of the season we are in right now where we are trying to get it. I'm asking everybody. When we close here, go home. We have something to do between now and Friday. And I'm trying to involve all of us. Some people have done their best. But can you let the Lord speak to you tonight? Every one of us. In responding to this call we have made, only a family in this church, only one family are beating what I have given. But you know what? As I'm talking to you tonight, I'm still ready to go back again if I need to empty. I'd say it before God's people. Because a message does not, I don't preach to you without being a part of it. Because tonight, I do know that something is happening in the heavens. Yes. I was told to share this, this message. And I wasn't told to wait till Sunday where everybody will be around, they all be filled up three services. This is, the Lord is not interested in number. 300 men can bring down anybody. But some are listening to me anyway. But there are people here, so many of us. It's an opportunity for you. Why don't you open your heart and say, Lord, okay, you know what, Lord, within the next 24 hours, I'm going to give. I will obey you. And I will do whatever you tell me to do. Yes. Without fear. And if you want to make it, then you can actually add to it in your prayer. Lord, as I do this, remember me also. I'm master of me and do. You can make a prayer. Even though I don't like doing it, I don't like attaching it to any particular thing. But it's okay if you want to. I just like to say that, Lord, see my heart, I'm obeying you. I already know there is a reward for those who obey you. There's a reward for those who obey you. One day, a pastor mentioned, he was going to do a program abroad. And was having very severe signs of appendicitis. He said the pain was here. He said he just kept seeing him. He said, People know this thing they happen to people. I'm actually talking about Pastor Chris. We don't listen to him one day. I'm not close to him, but I was just watching on TV and he was just saying that this pain was terrible here. And he had a crusade in America, in UK, where there would be over 50,000 people gathered. And he said he kept seeing a picture that he would fall down from his side and they carried it to hospital. Press would carry it. And he said a pastor came to his house. That was just sharing the word of God with him. And as the pastor was going, he just said, he said, stop. And he gave the pastor his most expensive SUV. 
So as the guy drove it out of his house, the pain disappeared, never to return again. We don't say, we don't buy miracles. I'm just saying that when we obey God, he has a will. He does things because he touches his hearts. When you now show by faith that, Lord, I have confidence in you more than material things. You gave me this two million, I'm going to give it back to you. Concerning the building, concerning this one, then God responds. He might say to you that every two, three years you have a new building. Yes. I want everybody to enter 2024 knowing that there's a covenant over your head. We have 11 days to the end of the year. Can you just enter something that carries you? That carries even your children? They can't go astray because you have done something with God that is beyond them. They don't know why they never need to look for a job. They never have to go through the struggle you went through. You have laid down something for them that they cannot escape. God told David, Solomon misbehaved. I will deal with him. But you know what? That throne will remain his. I will find a way to deal with it in such a way that it will not look like Saul. It will not be rejected. You know, some, so, so Solomon went to apostasy at the end of his life. Hope you know. Yeah, he started worshipping idol. But he died a peaceful death and God never rejected him completely. He used Roboam to deal with him. Jeroboam to deal with him. But he still remained king. Because of what God said to David. He said, I swear, I will take care. He can sue over a home. Because of what we are doing tonight, some people, the family, you will marry a man, he will never stray. Not because of him, but there is something. You know, I read something one day and I began to pray for all the women in the church and all the men also. I began to, with myself, I said, Lord, all my life you have kept me. Scripture, you know, in the secondary school, you have kept me all my life. By the grace of God, there is no woman on that other than my wife that can say that I've had anything to do with it. There is no woman on that. And we don't brag about this. It's just the grace of God. There's a preacher I know uses this to say that this. Uh, we don't do that. But I just, I just thank God. It's just the grace of God. But listen to me very well. Abimelech was going to sleep with Sarah. And God stopped him. Sarah was in the house overnight. Just didn't touch her till the following day. And the Bible says, when Abimelech said that, Lord, when God appeared, I said, it's his man's wife. If he touch the woman, I will kill you. He said, Lord, I didn't know. He said, this is sister. He said, that's why I've restrained you. So the Lord can restrain a man. He can restrain a man from doing something wrong. There's a popular man of God you all know now. I don't want to mention his name because <laughs> I've mentioned his name. Said, I don't want to mention his name. But he told us his story. He didn't know what came over him in Europe that time. He made us when I was going to sleep with this lady. He met her. He actually invited her to his hotel room. He said that day he just lost it. And he said, look, we will ask God for dinner, whatever. And the lady came. They were to start and her period started. She ran to the restroom to get her and everything. And she came out and she said she needed to go. He said, he went down the floor and started crying. That if that didn't happen. He said, so I did not escape the sex because of discipline. That is what you call mercy. Mercy. It was not you. It was God that stopped you. You are a minute away from making that mistake. Your car parks on the road and the car is not going. Like the donkey of Balaam. I get what I'm saying. So every man can actually pray that God should restrain your husband. Actually, in these days of terrible loss all around, from advert to everything. Yeah. Ring is not, I don't wear, ring is not helping anything again. The day a lady told me inside the plane that married men are more responsible than single men. He said, single men use you anyhow. Married men are more caring. He said, so I only date married men. I said, a ring has become a disadvantage. So I have lost my ring. 
Because she just, as she said that, he said it from her heart. He said, I don't have time for boys. He said there's something about married men. That they have children. He said, so they ask you important questions. He said, married men that I did, they are the ones who care. He said, one of them was talking to me about doing masters. He said, they treat you like a person. He said, boys just want to sleep with you and go. He said, so married men, they are the ones I hunt after. So I said, ah, okay. <laughs> the world is filled with it. But there is a restraining power. If someone listens when you are st- struggling with masturbation, you can pray and ask God to restrain you. If you are sleeping around, you can stop it. The Holy Ghost lives inside you. He can restrain you. He can restrain you. Do you have the spirit of fear? That fear can go. It can restrain you. It's a covenant day of increase. That's what I call it tonight. Shall we rise? Ah. You know, I feel like I have shared the word with you. Looking from scripture to scripture. Now the ball is in your courts. Don't play like Asana. Oh, sorry, sorry. They are playing well now. They, they, they are there. Asana, forgive her. Don't. No, yeah. <laughs> the day Asana wins the league, I won't come to church. I've told you before. Because for years, I've been speaking against them from, say, from university days. And I've never been wrong once. Because they've not, they've not won anything since that time. It's the premiership. The day they win premiership, it will be a very, very spiritual service. Or I will preach another church. I'll just travel. Because those who will mock me, I can't stand it. <laughs> Last year, it almost happened. I remember I sat at my I said, Lord, don't disgrace yourself at all. <laughs> I said, they should not win anything. I said, the, the, the message I'll receive on my WhatsApp, old schoolmates from UI, they will all call me. One of them said, say, Pastor, we're on top of the table. He said, I'm just saying that we're on top of the table. I said, okay, so. Till now, when we lose at Chelsea, so people will greet me after service. Not because they want to greet me as a pastor, but to rub it on my face. There's a guy like that in this church. Every time Chelsea loses, he'll wait at the back there. He said, Pastor, good afternoon. <laughs> but you know the meaning of that. You see? <laughs> my team is in a bad shape now, but it's the victories of the Lord. <laughs> the most important thing is Arsenal should not win anything. That's all. I don't care if anybody can win the league, but not Arsenal. And if you do, I'll take a vacation. I'm allowed to. I'll go to HOD London and do Sunday service there. John, one of the pastors there also is Arsenal fans. So. <laughs> is someone blessed tonight? Lift up your hand, everybody. Say, Heavenly Father, I receive grace tonight to obey. Speak to me. Lead me. And help me to obey. Everybody pray wherever you are. This is, this is holy moment when the one Lord was on us. I read, yes, this are the lion. I am seeing some new things entering people's life. This is not an ordinary service. Men and brethren, you can begin to say to God right now what you want to do. I feel right in His presence. Make a decision. Make a decision. I have to guide us to do so. Make a decision. 
There is no blessing for hearing the message. It's do us. Can somebody take a decision right now? Some of you, before you sleep tonight, you have to obey. You have to do something beyond yourself. Some before the end of tomorrow, all of us between tonight and tomorrow, and I include myself. May we be brought into a covenant that is unusual. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I speak over this congregation tonight as God's servant. La brudi kezuze lentro di gezu kabaritos for God loved so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. Now we are many sons here. He sacrificed Jesus. As we do sacrifices tonight and tomorrow I pray in the name of Jesus. May you enter another realm of prosperity. Ah, sorry, keyboard. I feel like saying number one, if there is any present issue in any life, Lord, for the sake of what you are doing, for the sake of us obeying you. That issue ends tonight. As you leave all to respond to God, every project in your life and everything you are working on, let it move at the speed of light and sound. One lady in the ushering department some years back, last year or two years ago that traveled told me 16,000 pounds was paid for by a foreigner for her to do masters in UK. I'm hearing some people who want to also school. The Lord will raise helpers. Anything you are embarking on, the Lord will raise helpers. For some people, your family will enter a new level. Now, where the blessing is what saturates the whole family. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because of someone's obedience, I see the person from, you have thousands of foreign currency. But it moves from what you can pack in a small thing to what you put in a bag. That is a law of multiplication. That's what I'm seeing in my spirit. The law multiplying so rapidly. In the next, as we enter in the, into the new year, may everybody here tonight and those who are watching me step into the kind of blessing you have never experienced in your life. May the Lord do something new. That is a new order in your life. In Jesus' name. Any garment that is not, a, 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 that is not of God will tear them by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You are leaving this place wearing a new garment tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. In our midst, stories of sponsorship, Material possession, buildings, 
health and peace will multiply. Stories of marriage of children in the name of Jesus Christ. Stories of divine protection in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Can I ask a question? How many of you believe what has happened tonight? How many of you can feel that this is not... You don't need to help me to say, you know it. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.